1: Enrique Santos. Enrique Santos. Hot hot hot, 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 hot,
3: Flor Hassam Noom is deputy mayor of Jerusalem. I never even knew Jerusalem had a mayor, uh, so this is great. Thank you for, for being and accepting my, my invitation. You speak English, Spanish, Hebreo también, so we're going we're gonna to go back and forth here. Un poquito de Spanglish, ¿por qué no? Me encanta. It is great. Usted nació en Inglaterra.
4: So I was born in the U.K., UK. nací en Inglaterra, me crié en Gibraltar, eh, que es una colonia británica en el sur de España, un poquito como Puerto Rico es como con con los Estados Unidos. Mm -hmm. We have full rights, autonomy. Um, but we are connected, but we have autonomy within the, within the region, in the country.
3: And your father was actually the first prime minister of Gibraltar.
4: That's right. Is
3: that Was your father, may he rest in peace, was your father the inspiration of your political career and aspirations?
4: That's a great question. Look, I don't know whether it's inspiration. My parents never really encouraged my sister and I to go into politics because it's a really hard business. Is it really? Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> Politics not hard oh, at all. Oh, it's, it's so bad. Everyone's so honest. Oh, yeah. Forget it's so much honest. Fun. People are so nasty to you. They just think that being a politician gives everybody the permission to just say what they want. And social media has just made that even worse. Mm-hmm. People just like attack you. If I, Honestly, I should do just a show on mean tweets. that I what's,
3: what's the worst thing oh, they said about you?
4: I'm not sure that you can put it on I'm your sure phone. we can. Really? Yes, I would like to know. So one guy wrote to me. Your father should have ejaculated in a sewer rather than you being born. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you need to have a sense you of gotta humor. you got to be kidding me. I'm not kidding you. Yeah, you have
3: to be able to, to laugh sense. at that because of it's disgusting. Of course laugh. It's disgusting and How ridiculous. How make you feel?
4: There are some people who are really sick out there, uh, but, but look, I'm not going to stop putting myself out there to, to defend and work for my city and my people because there's these crazy haters. I will not fall into hatred I think also a lot of political what I learned from my father going back to him is you know a lot of politicians build their career on hating on another group and and they get all the media attention because that gets the headlines I refuse to, even if my career will stop or take longer or be slower I refuse to build my political career on hating on another group Whoever they are.
3: Talking about groups, Jews, Arabs, have had a long history of of, of issues. Um, unfortunately that that has not gone away. I'm sure you have to deal with a, a lot of that. What has been what's the most challenging uh, for you of, of your work and your position?
4: So first of all, I mean let's let's put things in historical context. Jews and Arabs are cousins. You know, primos. Islam primos, primo. How do you say
3: primos or cousins in Hebrew? Pri, uh, bnei do Dodim. Bnei Bnei, Bnei Dodim. Bnei Dodim.
4: Pero yo me crié,
3: mm-hmm. and the
4: Muslim guy next door, mi madre decía, es un primo. Así me crié. I really was brought up, my mother's from Morocco originally, so she grew up with Muslims. Jews in Spain in the times of, um, of before, uh, you know, before the the, the Catholic kings. Before that time, Jews and and Muslims lived in an era of, you know, coexistencia. That's what it was called. Convivencia, they called it. And so it's not a historical, like, biblical rivalry. Um, And, you know, and we have to figure out how did we get here. But the point is that we're living in a country where 20% of our uh, citizens are Arabs and we live in peace in this country. Then you've got the Palestinians who live under the Palestinian Authority which is a leadership, a mafia style leadership, a dictatorship that hasn't had an election in 20 years who is supposed to be, according to the peace accords that we put together 25 years ago, they're supposed to be responsible for their people. And so we have a terrible situation where We're being accused of discriminating on people that we're
3: not supposed to be responsible for. We see it on the headlines all the time.
4: Of course, only because their leadership is bankrupt, non-democratic, and complete kleptocracy, which means they steal from their own people. And somehow, we get the blame. And what's happened in the last, I'd say 20 years, is that the kind of discourse against Israel um, has become this anti-Zionism. And anti-Zionism, the people who are criticizing us want to separate between anti-Zionism and anti-Semitism and say, no, no, you can criticize Israel without being anti-Semitic. But ultimately, anti-Zionism means you are canceling the Jewish people's right to self-determination in our ancestral homeland. And so what you're saying is everybody deserves a home, except the Jews. Now, how is that not anti-Semitism? And so I don't accept this distinction. Of anti-Zionism and anti-Semitism, it's the same thing. You're canceling out a full nation. You're canceling out a people. That makes you an anti-Semite.
3: So what? what can we do? It's 2022. I mean, information is is what it's all about. It's so readily available. Si no te es no if you don't want you know, you, if you're not educating yourself, it's because you don't want to learn more about a topic. But te, no me también en en it, you know, if it affects me, affects me. It doesn't affect another person. Why should I? Why should I bother with that?
4: I think it's even more superficial than that. Okay. En la sociedad de los hashtags. Okay. Cuando hay un hashtag which is trending.
3: Por ejemplo. Hashtag no, and I don't free, want to get into. Hashtag
4: you, free Palestine. What
3: is that? How do you interpret it? In
4: a map, where is Israel and where the Palestinians live? All this people who get Alguien sabe algo.
3: ¿Por qué que la gente, entonces, siguen utilizando ese hashtag? Because well, it's
4: trendy, porque you have influencers like the, uh, the Hadid sisters que también están con su, con su rollo of promoting their own stuff. They don't know
3: anything either. But in their minds, you think they're doing well for by their people? Well, or what they, or, they or are by are their grandparents their ancestors? Or?
4: Maybe, but what they're basically telling their people and their followers is, let's support a regime that throws LGBTQ people off rooftops, that marry off 12-year-old girls to 30-year-old guys, and that would burn you alive um, for, you know, for, for being a modern woman, that's that Free Palestine? They don't know even what they're promoting. They, they have no idea. They're getting the world to side with a cause that is anti-liberal and democratic values And nobody knows, Mm because it's a hashtag. And it's a hashtag that that Gigi Hadid has put out, so it must be good, it's trending, must be right. And nobody scratches the surface to understand what it is they're supporting. And I I throw in in that group a lot of Jews in America also. They don't know what they're supporting. They don't understand what they're supporting. You have a group called Queers for Palestine.
3: Go. What do they stand for? Enrique Santos. Enrique Santos.
5: Hot, 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 hot podcast. Hot. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Cultura podcast network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts.
1: With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to ten devices up to fifty feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com/incarwifi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required.
2: You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack
6: For ninety years, we've been right here, right now, right rug flooring.
1: Enrique Santos, Enrique Santos, hot, 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 hot podcast.
4: They don't understand what they're supporting. You have a group called Queers for Palestine.
3: Go. What do they stand for?
4: I don't know, but if those people went to Gaza, they would be hung,
3: just for being queer.
4: For being queer. What are you? who are you defending? Who are you standing for? And I actually believe
3: that the whole... I'm sorry, is this a moral compass uh, problem or is it more just an ignorance problem?
4: Ignorance problem. A real ignorance problem. I, I, I don't think people really do understand what they're supporting, what they're not supporting. And then the interlocutors are misleading people. They're misleading people and then people come. Israel is an apartheid state. You've been here for a few days, right? I have. you walking around. What yeah. do you see?
3: Great people. You see? Great people and living in, I've seen Arabs and, and Jews living in In Harmony, the same street,
4: and in the same cafes. I feel
3: very safe. Same yes. hotels. All different to, and to the contrary of what I was told when I first came uh, to and visited uh, Israel, that it was a very dangerous place to be careful, you know, that I should write my will before I jumped <laughs> on the plane because I might not come back.
4: You know, Jerusalem <laughs> is one of the safest capitals in the world. And why so? because and i'll say that and i'll say also forty percent of our residents are arabs and i spend my day as the deputy mayor of jerusalem building bridges between arabs and jews the only way to face this is to build from the grassroots up friendships build trust build connections that's coexistence and it's not somebody in some somewhere around the world that doesn't even know saying hashtag Free Palestine when they really don't know what they're trying to free or who they're trying to help
3: we should definitely educate ourselves a little more
4: yeah it's not just that they're all but humans
3: you can always do better
4: ultimately you know what what bothers me about uh, what, what bothers me is people who have no idea including celebrities who have no idea they can't even spell any of the, of the hashtags that they're using
3: I want to get into that Kanye West better known now as Ye. Is a center of controversy right now. It just so happens that I'm visiting the Holy Land, Jerusalem, where you are deputy mayor. So I must ask you, I must get into this. Yes, of course. Um, he called for not defcon, but deathcon to Jews. De- using the improper spelling of DEF CON and probably one of the most Google words right now in the past week or so has been what is DEF CON or DEF CON. this is a level of preparedness that the United States military uses yeah. and DEFCON 3 being one of the most alertness right yeah. to be ready for war yeah how do you feel uh, how did you feel when you saw and heard these comments from Kanye West
4: well Kanye West has been <clears throat> losing the plot for a while now uh, I mean, he started attacking his own wife a couple of years ago, and you know, went into the whole pro-life thing and got involved in that. And look, what bothers me is that the guy has a huge following, and that you could say this man suffers from mental instability and mental health, and we have to be sensitive to that.
3: Right. We did. Yeah. But, he's spoken out, he's uh, he's been open about his struggles with bipolar disorder. Yeah. Manic that he's manic depressive yeah. and that he suffers from paranoia.
4: Yeah. So we know that about him, but, uh, uh, and so if everybody would have said Kanye has gone nuts the way he was speaking, I mean, I don't know whether you know, but he was speaking pro-life, against a Planned Parenthood, things that, us liberal people, you know, and so, and so we could, but, but the thing is that people are justifying him. People are coming out saying, no, 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 that's not anti-Semitism. Saying you're going to launch a war against the Jewish people, that's not anti-Semitism. Well, what is it then? And what's disturbing about this is how people have normalized anti-Semitism, how every other discrimination is become a no-no in America against, of course, the black community, against the LGBT community, as it should be, against the Latin community. That's a no-no. But somehow, to be anti-Semitic is still, well, well maybe because they're white, so it's OK. What is it? First of all, since when are Jewish people white? We're from the Middle East. A but B what i'm more disturbed than Kanye's rantings of a man with mental health is the people justifying what he's saying that's even more disturbing
3: um, do you feel that he's an anti-semite or do you, are you more on the i'm not asking you to judge his mental yeah. and again his mental condition uh, Look, and again we want to be very respectful because mental health yes, is a very real issue i'm uh, i'm a
4: big proponent of mental health solutions i actually created the first ever mental health expo in Israel six months ago. So I'm very sensitive to mental health issues and we have a country of veterans that suffer from PTSD. Believe me, I'm mm-hmm. there
3: with you. So how much, of, how much of what Kanye has said and done now recently especially with the with the death like he said death CON 3 on Jews is you think he's unhinged or he needs help or it's him playing us in the media and knowing what to say and how to make headlines.
4: I think it's a combination of all of it. He's obviously, you know, when when started to look, why, why all of a sudden does he hate Jewish people? Why? And it turns out, I didn't even know this until this episode, Mm -hmm. that Pete Davidson, el gossip por favor, Uh. Pete Davidson's father is of Jewish ancestry, Mm -hmm. and apparently that's why he's gone off the ball with this. So it might be
3: something against Pete yes. Davidson that dated.
4: And they've even broken up. So what, what does he care anymore? Right. I know it's crazy. His baby
3: mama, right? His mother. His to, baby uh, mama. Kim is mother to four of his children.
4: Yes. Right. You uh,
3: are. You are a mother of four.
4: I am a mother of four, um, and the most important thing I teach my children is that we have to respect the other, um, and that is really the most important thing. If everybody respected the other, um, then we'd be one and not me and them.
3: Talking about respect, one thing about respecting others is respecting others' opinions. Um, you and I are both blessed to live in a democratic society where yeah. we have freedom of speech that is protected, mm-hmm. thank God. Uh, it doesn't seem that way lately because everyone attacks you for having your own, your own views and... Cancel culture. So let's talk about cancel culture. Oh. Do, what do you feel about cancel? Is it proper to cancel people for their thoughts?
4: For their thoughts? You can't cancel people for your thoughts. Look. Ultimately, I'm a big proponent of freedom of speech. In the UK, I'm a lawyer in the UK. And in the UK, there's a law, which I think is less in America because of, uh, of your constitution, mm-hmm. which is called a law against incitement of racial hatred. So, incitement of racial hatred is if I go on your radio show and say, Come on, everybody, let's kill all people with orange hair. That's oh. incitement of. Clearly. Yes. So. Um, So I think that there's a fine line between freedom of speech and an incitement of racial hatred. But we have to draw that line. The line is, you cannot go out from a position of power and encourage violence on any group. That is wrong, should be forbidden, and people should be put in jail and prosecuted for that.
3: You interpret Kanye's message as that. Exactly.
4: Well, Well, I'm... Again, I'm not sure whether you can say, yes, he's saying I'm, I'm gonna go to war. He's not, Maybe not, because he's not saying let's all go to war against you the Jewish people. You still
3: threatened as a Jewish I person? I think it's
4: very sad that we're in 2022, you know, 75 years after the Holocaust, where six million Jews were, were, were murdered in, a, in an attempted genocide of an entire people, and we're still dealing with this. Why have we not learned anything, for God's sake? Have we not learned anything? Why is this acceptable? Why why are people still talking this way? Why are people still hating on others in this way? Yeah, it's definitely not acceptable and we definitely must hold
3: hatred accountable, right?
4: Yes, but I tell you cancel culture is a whole different thing. Cancel culture is, I can't say anything anymore. I can't say anything. Cancel culture is when in a university campus, I, for being the deputy mayor of Jerusalem, are disinvited from speaking because I'm a Zionist, which is what's just happened now in, um, I think in in Berkeley, that they've said that nobody who supports Israel can come and speak. What are you scared of? Can we not now exchange ideas? People cannot even have an opinion anymore. That I don't believe in. One is inciting violence against the people, and one is, let's have an honest discussion about Israel and the Palestinians. Let's have an honest discussion about the Israeli-Arab conflict. In many campuses in America, you cannot have an honest conversation anymore. In many campuses in America, you stand there with a flag of Israel and you get beaten up. That's cancel culture. You're canceling me as a people and as a race and as a nation. Why? Because somehow you side with the other in the conflict. Let's talk about it. What are you scared of? Why can't we have an honest conversation? That's cancel culture and that's dangerous. That's dangerous.
3: So, what you live in, when well, your position is different, obviously, you publicly elected uh, office here in, in Jerusalem, but living in Israel as a Jewish woman, your concerns and what you have to deal with is different than maybe a Jewish man or woman in the United States.
1: Enrique Santos. Enrique Santos. Hot, 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 hot podcast.
0: I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts.
6: Right rug flooring.
1: Enrique Santos. Enrique Santos. Hot, 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 hot podcast.
3: What you live in, when well, your position is different, obviously, you publicly elected uh, office here in, in Jerusalem, but living in Israel as a Jewish woman, your concerns and what you have to deal with is different than maybe a Jewish man or woman in the United States.
4: Absolutely. First of all, we are a country that was created and continues to fight for its survival, not just physically, because, you know, we are surrounded by enemies, but people that want to cancel our country, and this is okay, and and people are hashtagging cancel, destroy Israel, that's okay. So we fight on a physical, but we also fight the battle of uh, awareness. We're also fighting the battle of, you know, our even right to exist, which country in the world is still or is today fighting in the in the kind of in the conversation for its existence is anybody talking about south korea's existence is anybody talking about guatemala's existence argentina's existence canada's existence any country in europe albania kosovo kosovo is a 14 year old country do you hear anybody talking about its right to exist why are we the only country where this conversation, where this discourse is, is, is allowed, is happening? Why? And then they tell me that's not anti-Semitism. What is it then? Coincidence, You just threw a dart and picked a country in the Middle East right. and decided to hate on them?
3: Going back on the cancel culture and what's happening now with the Kanye situation uh, because of his anti-Semitic uh, rant, uh, Chase Bank, Balenciaga, most recently, his mother of his Talent four children, agency. Kim Kardashian herself, came out uh, against what, what he said, Sarah Kami, who's director of trade and marketing at Adidas, who makes his Yeezy uh, sneakers, which, coincidentally, I have on and that <laughs> I like. Do you think I do, If should I stop using these shoes? Does it offend you that I use these shoes? Do you think this is the proper way to uh, influence change and to, uh, you know, really tell people that are making mistakes that this is how I'm going to hurt you in the pocket economically.
4: You know, it's interesting. My son is a big fan of Kanye. You know, what do I tell him? What, what is it? What is he's he's a young Israeli man who loved Kanye, who also has those shoes. What what is he supposed to think? Now? You know, how, how is he supposed to react to this? Look, in general, I'm not a fan of boycotts. Israel suffers from this movement, this BDS movement of boycotts. I'm not a fan of boycotts. Um, but at some point, a company has to say, are we going to allow a rabid uh, person, I'm not sure he's an, a rabid anti-Semite, to continue? So what could Adidas do? Well, they could say, Kanye, you open your mouth on small, we cancel your contract. And then maybe he'll shut up. And stop with this vitriol. You know, they could they could do something. Their silence is deafening. That's the problem: that their silence. And what's even more disturbing is that Adidas has roots in Germany and in with the Nazi regime. And so it's you know it's it's ironic and it's sad and it's and it's I I would rather take Kanye and educate him and help him understand how his words are hurting, not just, you know, the Jewish people, but his fans who are Jewish. You are saying to them, you know, you are saying to those kids who grew up with him, who admire him, who respect him, I no longer, you're no longer valid to me. You're not a human to me. He's dehumanizing an entire nation of people including his fans like my son like you wearing his shoes if imagine he started saying things against the latin community how would you feel
3: what would you do tell me horrible i feel it's probably just as bad as how i feel right now about what he said about the jewish community
4: yes and i would feel hurt on your behalf
3: too uh, you know this this is uh, it's it's unacceptable uh, at at all levels against any against any humans if, if Kanye is listening or watching right now, what would you, what would you tell Kanye right now? Look I've, into this camera here and talk to Kanye.
4: I think that um, it's not too late to make things right. It's not too late to turn this around, to make this into a learning experience, to understand that different groups are human and dehumanizing another people is not gonna make you feel better um, and is not gonna make anybody's life better. And so I urge you to be educated and to seek help.
3: Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Uh, I feel hope blessed you... and uh, very welcomed always in your country. It's been amazing this trip, on my third trip to Israel, to be able to go to uh, Jerusalem and bring my mother.
4: What I was going to say is, first of all, thank you for coming back. Secondly, (laughs) que traíte a tu mamá, muy especial. She's having a ball. And good for you that you take your mom places, especially the holy land and the holy city. Thank you. And volver, come back.
3: Claro. A mí me acusan siempre de ser un mama's boy. ¿Le puedes decir a todo el mundo que, que los israelíes también, todos, igual que los cubanos y los latinos, todos, creo que todos somos mamas boys? Todos.
4: Aquí tenemos un país entero de mamas boys, porque la madre judía es el carácter central de la familia y lo lleva todo adelante. Y yo tengo dos niños y dos niñas. Y mis niños definitivamente son mamas boys.
3: Muchas gracias por tu tiempo. Muchas Bien.
1: gracias a ti. Enrique Santos. Enrique
3: Santos.
1: Hot 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 podcast.
0: important information.